With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level two, this is Sports Rage. I am Morenci, the principal part of the hustlers, the people that bust up and everybody else in between. Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Grid Radio Networks. We're kicking it. All right, we got a couple minutes for the AM radio affiliates uh, rejoin us again. So I will say this, and like I said, I stand, uh, you know, I was talking about like the media guys being in control. And it did bother me. And I was like, these guys are kind of low lives themselves, right? And they're judging other people. But, like I said, it's come, I don't look at it about them now. I look at it about the actual real Hall of Fame guys. I look at the dudes that whose records were broken. Put it this way, if it was your record, it pissed you off. But you guys are a bunch of dudes in a chat that don't care, right? Like, <laughs> let me ask you, Matthias. If you were a former baseball player and you were number three on the all-time home run list, would it piss you off of a bunch of dudes and you did it like in the 60s when it was hard and stuff and the ball was like, you know, it wasn't tailor-made and everyone hitting home runs with little short fences, whatever, and then a bunch of steroid drug dudes came along and smashed your record? It would piss you off, wouldn't it? Piss me, it would piss me off. Absolutely, man. You got to respect the past, and also you have to respect the being clean. And people talk about, oh, the guys in the 70s were on cocaine. Listen, cocaine, trust me, cocaine doesn't help you hit a baseball, okay? It'll help you talk fast. You know, it'll help you talk fast. <laughs> might help you pick I up saw, some chicks somewhere. Today. Yeah, that was like, a great tweet today. <laughs> well, the guys in the 70s were aided and abetted by cocaine. Trust me. Trust me. You know what? As a betting man, and as a betting man, I I wish like uh, if I could get that like I if if you could tell me listen man the guy's going to the free throw line and you need him to miss do you want him to do a line of coke or not I'll say I'll give him the biggest line ever <laughs> like snorting a line of cocaine isn't exactly gonna go and help you like zone in right like I'm not saying guys didn't do it but it wasn't helping them. It's like musicians, you know what I'm saying? Trust me, I was in a metal band, right? Like, like you might think it's helping you, right? You might think, like, somebody sent me a tweet, no, you know what, you make good music on cocaine. I'm like, no, you think you're making good music. Ask Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Party all the time. But just with bots, like I said, you know, my deal is, I think it is wrong, though. I think it is wrong to, like, pretend that they never existed, right? That's kind of crazy, 
because you can't pretend they never existed either. So I what I would do, I would put not put them in the Hall of Famers, Hall of Famers. I would basically put up like a, you know, I'd put up a a part, a section, and I would basically have pictures of these guys and stuff, and it would say, you know, Barry Bonds hit this many home runs, he did this and that, but he's not in the Hall of Fame due to suspicion of whatever. You know what I mean? You know, Pete Rose won this many games, but he got suspended for gambling. But one guy, and no one's really crying for this guy, but I don't know. People are, like we said, we're all selective, including myself. Hey, listen, Big Poppy and whatever. And Big Poppy was, like, overrated, in my opinion. I know these are fighting words to Bostonians and stuff, but the guy was a freaking DH, all right? Come on. If you can't bend over and tie your shoelace, I'm not sure you're, you know. Anyways. <laughs> but whatever. But my deal is Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling's a Hall of Famer. He's the one that's being held out due to his political beliefs, which I do not agree with his political beliefs, but he never cheated. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Ransom. It's the bizarro world. <laughs> As I say, I've defended Barry Bonds in the past. Who cares if he's a jerk? Who cares if he took steroids? Whatever. All these media guys are jerks anyways. But I will tell you, the real victim in all of this today, and Kurt Schilling and victim do not go hand in hand very often, but you know, as I tweeted earlier in the day, if you are a Major League Baseball voter for like the Hall of Fame, you're a writer and you're part of you have a vote, and you say, if you vote for Barry Bonds to get in the Hall of Fame, then I wouldn't yell at you, I wouldn't argue with you, and if you said, no, I didn't vote for him because I think he's a cheater, I wouldn't yell at you and argue with you, because it's a legitimate debate. It really is, and I can understand both sides. I, it's a legitimate debate, right? Yeah, no, yes, he was great before, and I get all that's a legitimate debate to have. It's a long and nuanced debate, but it's a great debate. It's a legitimate one. There is no debate with Kurt Schilling. What's the debate with Kurt Schilling? Kurt Schilling never cheated, and in fact, Kurt Schilling hated cheaters because he was a real competitor. He hated cheating, and he was one of the guys that instigated like the, the enhanced testing. Like, why is Kurt Schilling? Listen, I used to have Kurt Schilling on my show often. I had his I have his number, I could and stuff. I stopped because he started to get it was around the elections like years ago. And I was like, dude, man, this guy, like, he's sort of veering off, man. Right? And I'm not down with that stuff. Right? And so honestly, I think Kurt Schilling has said some ridiculously stupid things. All right. I think he's tweeted offensive things. But he never cheated on the diamond. I'm not here to tell you that I am the moral police and say, oh, your ethical character is the be-all, end-all to get into the Hall of Fame. You can be a jerk and get into the Hall of Fame. But there's a difference between being a jerk and cheating. That's the difference. Kurt Schilling never cheated. So you can think Kurt Schilling's a jackass and and whatever. The guy says a lot of stupid stuff. But he was a hell of a pitcher, and he wasn't on steroids. Right? But you notice, I don't know, people aren't fighting for him like they fight for Bonds. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Seems to be an era in which, like, uh, like I said, if you want, just you know, if you want, just create a little, you know. People don't care. They they seem to want to reward cheaters. And, and I don't know. It's like people, people that weren't actually there now are like, oh well, look at the numbers and stuff. But what about the other numbers? All right. Now, speaking of numbers, we're gonna crunch some numbers. McKinnis is gonna step up, and we got Steve Merrill. We're going to talk William & Mary basketball because... 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Keep it here and get the edge. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. Maybe I'll go down to the track, put it all on a horse. Why don't you put it in the bank? Bank? This is found money. I want to parlay it. I want to make a big score. Oh, you mean you want to lose it? The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. We're throwing it down. It's a Twisted Tuesday. Uh, we're going to bring Andrew McInnes uh, in here in, in a second. Uh, but I just I wanted to get uh, – got so much stuff to get to. I'm trying to keep on track uh, here. A um, lot of stories going on today. It's been a crazy day in sports. Sean Payton steps down as head coach of the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Anthony Davis is back. Uh, Anthony Davis kind of struggled a little bit uh, tonight, but nevertheless, uh, it was great for the Lakers to have him back, and uh, they they got the W uh, tonight. So um, LeBron James goes off uh, this evening. Harden goes off uh, tonight. So like we said, AD played 25 minutes, uh, 8 points. His prop was 15.5 points. I thought it was a little high. He goes 3 for 8 from the field, but we told you before the game started, it's, come on, man, they're in Brooklyn. It's L.A. versus New York, Brooklyn, et cetera. Uh, said, come on, it's tailor-made for LeBron and Harden both to put on a show. But there was a story earlier today, today, um, people close to James Harden, reports are James Harden's unhappy in Brooklyn. And um, isn't like saying, oh, trade me next week type of deal, but basically isn't happy there and will leave, right? <laughs> will leave. And, um, you know, sources close to James Harden, uh, says that uh, he's unhappy about uh, numerous things. He's clashing with uh, Steve Nash as far as the style of play, but he's tolerating it because they, he knows he needs to play the way that he is. Uh, that he's, he's pissed off about Kyrie Irving and the vaccination stuff. And and um, the taxes in New York are pissing him off. 
and um, he doesn't like Brooklyn. So out of all that, now the New York media, that's the one thing they're, they're going to be like, what? Right? Like, so let me tell you, you have to roll this so you'll notice. It wasn't about, are you unhappy with this? Are you unhappy with that? What are you, what are you, are you happy living in New York? Like, and Harden's face, he's ambushed by this. So evidently we know James Harden was not, does not read Bleacher Report every day. Harden had no idea what Buddy was talking about. Like, Buddy, like, said there was a report today you can see Harden's eyes look up like what the hell and he's like what he goes I don't like you know you could tell he was kind of thrown off by this so uh let's just hear let's just hear what Harden had to say hey James there's a there's some reports out today that say that suggest that you might not be happy in Brooklyn or with the rotations that are happening I'm just wondering a if you can speak to who uh, all right, then um, Bleacher Report. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, instead of speaking to the reports, can you just talk about your experience living in Brooklyn? What do you mean? The, the report suggested that you were unhappy. Some of reports. I don't. I don't know about reports. Did you guys hear from me? That's like, that's why I'm asking. All right, so um, I don't know about the reports. <laughs> do you enjoy New York City? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of awkward situation. Like, do you enjoy living in New York City? What's he gonna say, man? No, man, I hate it here. I saw a big ass rat, man, in the parking lot, man, in the basement of the arena last night, and like, like uh, so yeah, yeah, trouble in paradise. This is your fault, Kyrie. Let's just be real. People, people in Brooklyn and New York right now, they're blaming Kyrie for this. They're like, man, if Kyrie, this is Kyrie's fault. Like, basically, they're blaming Kyrie. They're not even blaming Harden, right? They're blaming Kyrie. And my personal belief, we'll bring McKinnis in in a second here, but my personal belief in this is that Harden's not demanding a trade or anything, but he probably did tell people, yeah, like, you know what, this is a circus. And, and I said this earlier in the day. It's crazy that Harden has actually been as reliable and the most reliable one almost. KD's a baller, but he's always hurt. And Kyrie Irving's just a jerk flake that doesn't a nice guy in real life, but doesn't care about his team. And somehow James Harden's the one who's got to show up every night, and it's pissing him off. All right? It's pissing him off. And plus, people in New York aren't as nice as people in Houston and stuff. Like, I can see, like, that's another thing that's probably, like, he's coming to a realization and stuff, that it's one thing to party at the strip club in New York when you're a visiting team, and it's another thing to live there. Let's bring in Andrew McInnes, uh right now. We got late-night Australian Open. Uh, we got NFL football. We got NHL hockey. ton of stuff uh, going on. What's going on, McInnes? How you doing? What is up, Gabe? Great to be here. Uh, happy to be on the show with you. And it's kind of funny. You know, last time we spoke together on this very show, we were talking about uh, reporters asking questions as yeah. athletes. And it's just a soap opera. One week days. later. Here, here it is. One week later. Today, it's Harden under the gun. He's like, what? 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 And, and blindsided is the word to use, Gabe. Because Did you, you see his face? It? Yeah. Did you yeah, see you the video? Tell his us, like, he's like, oh, uh, yeah, I like it here. <laughs> yeah. I know what he's like, do you like living in Brooklyn? And he's like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, well, like, what do you want me to say? It's hard to fake that, right? It's hard. I mean, no, that's the whole thing that people can say, oh, because people on Twitter always oh, acting and he knows he, he's playing dumb. No, you could tell, like, he was kind of like, what do you want me to say, man? Like, I don't know what the, I don't even know what the story is you're talking about, right? Like, one of those deals. <laughs> but, but 
it doesn't mean right now, and I'm telling you, that he's he he's not calling some chick that he's with in New York, or he's calling one of his boys, and he's like, yo, man, what the hell did you say to someone? You know what I mean? I guarantee you, because there's something to it. I don't, like, I didn't keep, put it this way, I believe he was caught off guard by him being asked about this today, but come on. The taxes are high in New York. It is cold. There was rumors that he wasn't a fan, that he misses, like, the, you know, he wants to, he, Harden should be on the Miami Heat. Like, you, should be, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's got to be on the Lakers in the Heat or something. He's not a New York guy. He's not. He's not made for that. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm not shocked. And then you got Kyrie Irving. They, uh, you know, we'll get to see everything else, but from, from a handicapping standpoint, guys, this is real. This is real, because the, the Nets are now 2-7 uh, and seven in their last nine home games. What a shock, right? Durant is hurt, and Kyrie can't play at home. They're screwed. So you can understand his frustration a little bit, right? I'm absolutely surprised that I haven't seen more of that talk, Gabe, you know, going around, uh, you know, in the sports betting industry, sports betting world, because that home road split yeah. is They're terrible we'll at never, home. We'll never see again. We'll never see good something call. like this ever happen again. And it's, it's a good point you raise. And, you know, I always say in the NBA, it takes a little bit, you know, longer and maybe like some other sports for, for, you know, players that aren't happy for it to get out. And maybe that's why Harden's so surprised that he asked that question to him. But I maybe you're, you might uh, disagree with this, but do you blame him right now for what's going on here? I mean, if I was him too, I'd be like, geez, look at our home road record right now, you know? Yeah, well, everyone knows. But the thing is, like, that's why I it's it's Kyrie Irving. He's it's a problem, man. Yeah. It is. It just is. Like people want to, you know, the the anti and you want to get all that, whatever. You're not on a pro sports team, right? If you don't be Novak, go play an individual sport and do do what you want to do. But it's like you said, great point, McCannis, and I guess great point by both of us. We're patting ourselves on the back a lot here, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, it's a no. But I think it was interesting what you said. This is such a unique situation of a dichotomy of a team of, like it's very bizarre isn't it that like the nets are a play on team on the road right it's like oh well they're on the road they've got Kyrie and they got Harden and Kyrie does play hard when he's on the road cuz he's trying to not make everyone hate him so he is like he is trying and stuff he's playing well actually but then they got to go back home and then without Durant bro they're kind of screwed then it's just Harden and then you can understand why Harden's getting pissed off like you said, right. it's kind of this circle, and Steve Nash is exasperated. Like, And poor Nash has to deal with all this. And I believe Nash, too. There's one thing about Steve Nash is I think he's pretty honest with the media. And Nash was asked about Harden, and he point blank said, he goes, I saw the report. I know the report. And he goes, I'll tell you what. He goes, he's never voiced anything like this to me or anyone around here. And basically, they were saying Harden's not shy of voicing his opinion, McKinnis, right? That was the thing. They're like, he's not really shy if he's upset about something to tell us. So if he was upset, he probably would have told me, Nash was saying. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Kidding? Not about muscle. Simple. This is Sports Rage. I am Maranci. Andrew McKinnis uh, kicking it uh, with us. Uh, we're breaking it down. We got Australian Open um, tennis um, going on here. Let me check in. Got a little rattled uh, by the uh, by the turning of events there. <laughs> but all right, all right. They got a pitcher. You got to shake it off. I'm like Noah Syndergaard. All I see is this baseball Hall of Fame stuff everywhere on TV here. And it's starting to, it's really, I've been on edge about this. And I see they're like, oh, Barry Bonds, all-time home run leader, not in the Hall of Fame. He's the all-time home run leader because he's a cheater. <laughs> like, what part? Like, what? Just, just say, I don't care that he cheated. All right? But don't pretend he didn't cheat. Like, uh, like I said, he was a great player before before he started taking steroids, but he still took steroids. He didn't have to do it. He did it. He made a ton of them more money. He broke records. He never would have broken. He's a cheater. All right? Like I said, Kurt Schilling should be in the Hall of Fame. You know who should be in the Hall of Fame, too? In a similar situation, Kurt Schilling is, isn't in the Hall of Fame because, like, they don't like him, as opposed to he's not a cheater. They just don't like him, is uh, Jeremy Roenick, Jr. in hockey. As uh, McKenna's a hockey guy. Jeremy Roenick is a Hall of Famer. Like there, there, there are many players in the Hall of Fame that weren't as good as Jr. Yet they don't like Jr. Right? Jr. Like whatever. They just don't like him. And then plus now the, there was the icing on the cake with Jr. <laughs> Jr. Saying he wanted to have a threesome with his coworker and his wife uh, at NBC was sort of the uh, that was the final straw. Right? That was the that was the yeah yeah yeah. He's never going to be making it to the Hall of Fame uh, after that. But Jeremy Roenick. Uh, he's one. He he should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, do we lose McKinnis? Yeah. Yep. What's going on here? Somebody do I, do I have you, Gabe? Well, there you are. All right. Whose fault is this? <laughs> uh, I lost I you demand, for a second. I was, I was I talking to know. All right. Anyway. All right. I, oh, I, okay. I, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hold on McKinnis. Hold on. We need to keep account of these things, right? Like, you can't correct mistakes if we don't know where, where they happened. <laughs> right? So, just going back in time here. <laughs> so, our producer and our headset blame, like, technology, because that's what he always does. He just blames equipment. But um, was it the equipment, or was he on mute, or did you? What happened to you? You just sort of cut out, and you were gone? What happened? You just couldn't hear? You were talking, and I couldn't hear you, McKinnis? I'm not blaming yeah. you. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> 
I heard you. Uh, I was going to try and make some type of uh, hockey comparison and comment in. Thank and, you. And uh, my microphone said. Yeah, I'm talking uh, about JR for 30 seconds waiting to throw so, it to this guy like an idiot. Standing up there trying to put it like. Yeah, <laughs> you, you were teeing me up for the one time. Yes. You know, right. I, I like I ready. said, Jeremy Roenick is a Hall of Famer. Agree or disagree? <laughs> I think so. Thank you. All right, I don't want to debate it. There it is. I wanted to ask you, this is a little bit different than steroids, obviously, and stuff, but if you found out after Ovi's career is over that he used an illegal curve throughout his entire playing days with the Washington Capitals but breaks Gretzky's record, how does that make you feel about his entire career using that illegal curve if that was to happen? I don't care about the legal curve. Okay. I don't care at all. Why? Is that, is that what people are coming at him with, that he's using, he's no. using a legal yeah. curve stick? No, no, no. That's just some, uh, that was just something I, that came All to right. my mind. Like, what breaking news here. After? Breaking news no, here. XM no. one five nine. Andrew McKinnis, a wager talk says Ovechkin's a cheater and has been using an illegal <laughs> stick. Uh, Matthias, cut that up. Put it over the wire. Send it out to, to the to the AP and everyone. Tell them we got a hot take. <laughs> Well, I think that would be a thing. That would be... Uh, no, 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 know, no, that... no, no, it isn't. That's like... Um, that's acceptable. That's not cheating. That's not cheating. Like no, using it's your actually, stick. So, Gabe, two weeks ago, I'm watching a hockey game. It is and, cheating. Uh, I know what you mean, from, but it isn't. It's yeah. not cheating that. Like, it's, it's, what's, what's, yeah. how can you cheat in hockey? Like, what's, how can you cheat in hockey? That's, like, that's the thing. Like, I was just trying to think of a comparison. That's that's. I know. Like even up. like you know, if you watch the teams practice in the morning, like football, you can watch the teams practice and like you can get a lot. <laughs> you can film yes. it. Like the hockey, like what? You know what I mean? What what can like? I'm just thinking like how bigger goalie pads. Yeah. Goalie gear. Yeah. Um, systematically, you could. I used to do this because I was a goalie, and I used to chop the hell out of the crease, right, at the end of the period when I knew I wasn't going back to that side. Like yeah. big divots, bro, like chunks, McCann's. You know what I'm really? saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I just poured a little snow over it so they wouldn't notice. The rice, the refs used to see me all the time, right? Oh, I used to hack it up. Whatever, dude. I saw, like, some pro goalie do it once, right? So I was like, oh. <laughs> and my grandfather played, and he told me to do it, too. He said, yeah, yeah, he said, hack it up a little bit. It'll make it the, the goalie can't smooth around. Like, the next goalie will have problems in the crease, right? That's acceptable. That's tools of the trade. That's gamesmanship, yes, that stuff. I agree. You know what I mean? Gamesmanship. And, look, everybody uses a legal curve stick until the last minute of the game, essentially, except Marty McSorley, <laughs> which happened in the Stanley Cup Finals. All right? But that's the whole drill, guys. In case you wonder with the curve stick in hockey, you're supposed to be able to fit a quarter under it. Can't be more than a quarter. So, uh, like, as far as the curve. Like, in the old days that we were kids and stuff, you could take your stick and put it over the stove the, and, like, curve it like crazy. The thing is, if you have this crazy curve, you're going to you're gonna lose control of your shots anyways. Like, most of the great players didn't have, like, Gretzky didn't have a big curve on his stick. Um, you know, Hall and these guys with the great slap shots, their sticks were almost like one irons, man. They were, like, straight, right? Like, Crosby uh, had no curve at one point. Crosby, yeah, yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, the great players, they don't like curves. They don't need the curve. 
Curves are for like kids in the park and weekend warriors. It's like uh, getting a good golf uh, club. You know, the driver. You suck, but you got some driver that just crushes it. You know what I mean? I used to do it over the stove, Gabe. Over the yeah, stove. Yeah, of course you did, right? My, you know, yeah, yeah. Hockey. I used to do a lot of things over the stove. <laughs> hot knives and then the hockey stick, right? It was like a couple of hot knives. <laughs> that was like the stick. <laughs> the old, hey, don't burn yourself. Hey, wait, watch the stick. Like, I remember, too. I know. You remember you bite a hockey stick, and sometimes you go too far and ruin it. You just bought it. <laughs> It was yeah. like, oh, oh, I, I left it over too long, man. I, I was way too far the curve. Just the weirdest like, curve ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. These, <laughs> I was like, well, I guess I'll use it for ball hockey. And the ball's just like, oh, crap. Yeah. That's but in summary, nothing really can compare in hockey. We can't really find anything that would compare. I, I'm thinking, how about this? You get the Zamboni driver, just make the ice crappier on one side of the ice. <laughs> no, How would true. you do that? What would you say to him? I would say, listen, figure out a device that basically we want we want quicker ice on their end of the rink. And, you know, don't make it obvious. So make a couple of patches where your best guys, snipers for the power play and stuff can one-time shots. And see, I'm diabolical, huh? And basically you tell them on our end of the rink and our blue end, chop a little extra water on the ice there, bro. You know what I mean? Sog so- it up a little bit. <laughs> the only thing is, McKenna, is you could do it. But other teams would catch on right away. They'd be like, "Why is your Why is your ice so like you? Know I mean, why is it so soggy?" In our end? <laughs> why you do can, they have way better ice on their end? Yeah, well, you could tell. Listen, there's all cooling devices under the ice and stuff. You could tell them. Listen, turn off the device under their end of the rink as the game goes on in the third period. If you <laughs> like notice, some, besides besides fatigue, there's way more icing at, at the start of periods at all levels of hockey because that because of the hard. ice, the ice. Yeah. Good call. You know, hockey, exactly, the ice. I don't know. I'm, I'm dumbfounded right now. I'm trying to think. How can you cheat in hockey? It's bothering me. <laughs> like, I'll like tell you, the come... fan in me right now, Gabe, the fan in me, if you saw some of the pictures, I thought they weren't real. Last year in the playoffs, when Vasilevsky was shaking the hand to Carey Price in the lineup after Montreal lost, you would have thought that, that uh, you know, Vasilevsky had about 100 pounds on Price. The different type of gear that Vasilevsky wears towards Price. Oh, oh fan, God. No, that's a good call. That out. puffy. No, no, that's a great call. Goaltender equipment. That guy looked like the Michelin man, bro. It was annoying. You're right. It's like, come on, man. Well, you got a mattress under your jersey? Like, you remember, it's like it's all out of angle. Jazz in our chat says that a curved stick is like a cork bat. I don't buy that. I think that's no. I don't think so. I think that a cork bat is worse than a curved stick. Nobody in hockey cares about a, uh, a curve stick. If they did, like everyone, like nobody cares. Like not every, like it's very rare. Not many people have cork bats, guys, right? Because it's you're gonna get caught. Your bat will break, and you will get caught. And it's it would happen more. You people get caught. They don't do it. I mean, only the old idiots did it. Mm. Um, but and the to curve, your point, Gabe, those curve, curve sticks mess everyone you up sometimes. Yeah, they mess like, up sometimes too. Yeah, I think yeah, the curve stick thing is more of a sort of cliche and old school stuff, right? Like, I guarantee, like, I, because you fall hockey every night. How many curve sticks do you think are on a bench? So, like, twenty three guys on a bench. How many curve? Just say twenty one, two goals. How many curve sticks out of the twenty one guys? I would say on a lot of teams, none. You know what I mean? I think I'd I'd probably, if you ask equipment trainers, they'd be like, yeah, whatever. One of the older guys does, but you know what I mean? Well, that's what I was going to say, Gabe. Uh, A couple weeks ago, I actually saw in the middle of a game for the first time, I think, in my life, 
I saw a referee call a player over uh, to the, the penalty box or something like that, and the referee wanted to talk to the player, and uh, he went over, talked to the equipment manager, and said, this stick's got to go. And it was the first time I've ever seen that. I, I know I'm kind of... But it wasn't a penalty. But it wasn't, no, it wasn't a, penalty. a penalty. Interesting. It was just like, get rid of the maybe, stick. Yeah. Maybe it was a tape issue. I don't know. I'm maybe. It, yeah. But it was kind of cool. I've never seen it before. They were just like, yeah, we don't like the stick. Well, you remember, though, in the old days, it used to be the, the stick guy, the trainers, would be pros at it. He'd be like, yo, 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 give me my legal stick. Right? Like, yes, exactly. You know, it, was, it was like, listen, we can't play around now. Give me the legal stick. I can't take a chance. They're going to call. Because that was the thing. People thought Demers was a jerk for calling out the Kings for it, actually. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. Wow, that was close. You can be the center. You know what? Pizza guy on Twitter has a legitimate kind of... Actually, it's pretty bang on. Harden probably doesn't like the strip clubs in New York. Uh, I'll tell you something. I know people from the South that have been to New York and said the same thing. They're like, man, uh, it's not... No. <laughs> Like I said, Harden's just come on, man. Harden played at Arizona State. The guy played in Houston and stuff like that. Now he's in Brooklyn, and Brooklyn's tough town, man. Like, yeah, it can be glamorous and stuff on TV and all that, but people don't realize it. Like, if you play for the New York Giants, Odell Beckham used to go to the strip club, man. It was like under an underpass in New Jersey. People told me, oh, all the Giants come here after all the games all the time. I was like, no way. This place. You figure, oh, no, they're in Manhattan and stuff. They're like, no, no, this is where they go. <laughs> like, it's true. Like, so, like, they hang in New Jersey and stuff. Like, it's not it's not as glamorous, I, I think, as people think it is. Uh, I think the players get freaked out because it's the same thing for them even because uh, their practice facilities and stuff aren't aren't there. But, all right, McKenzie, so let's get in. Australian Open right now. You got What do you got here? You got the uh, – you playing total here? You got the over in the center match? Center. Yeah. We're going with the over. We're going with the over. I actually, uh, full transparency, it's at 38 and a half now. I jumped in at 39 and a half. Uh, so I, I recommend grabbing this now. I think it's going to be competitive. Uh, I think we'll see a fight and a battle. So that's where I'm going. Uh, late night action here, Gabe. 
I like it. I like your style, but it's six three two one right now, right? Could get it. We're what? We're in a little bit of a rain delay, actually. Uh, roof. Yeah. All right. So uh, roof closed due to rain. Well, if you have a roof, then why is there delay? <laughs> I don't understand. Roof closed. <laughs> it's kind of. I don't understand his headline. I'm seeing live right now. Roof closed due to rain. Well, if the roof is closed, then why can't you play? I don't know if it takes him a little while to close the roof. So it's delayed right now, actually. So let, let's get into um, let's get into the tennis that's coming up here. I've got a live parlay alive right now. We gave this on Game Time Decisions. It was um, Kentucky Wildcats money line, which they won tonight against Mississippi State. And now to close out the parlay, it's like minus 127, 129 or whatever. Uh, Medvedev and Barty. So a parlay here with Medvedev and Barty. Uh, you have any? What do you think about the uh, the Barty Madison Keys match? I've been capping more more so just uh, the men's division. The the men's this uh, this tournament game. Honestly, I haven't done too much the women's. But uh, when I look at uh, the Medvedev match uh, against Felix. Unfortunately, um, I, I think the same thing might happen, uh, except for in earlier fashion than what happened to my fellow Canadian Shapovalov last night. Uh, I think Felix goes down, um, and I think that you can actually get value uh, on the minus six and a half games uh, for Medvedev in this one. I hate to go against the Canadian, uh, but I think Medvedev gets it done and, and covers the point spread. I didn't realize you were so sexist and you refused to uh, handicap women's tennis. <laughs> hey, I, I've done, I've done some. I've done some. About I'm, you know, no, I'm just saying, I never viewed you as like the, <laughs> the, the Kurt Schilling type. But all right, all right, make that I got promo. part of the spot, man. I got make part that, of the spot. Make, make, make that. <laughs> There's your promo. Let's let's throw my kids under the bus. Uh, I, I just like edit. It. I only watch men's tennis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's only watches Canadian. That's what he can. <laughs> no, I like your style. You're like, no, I don't know. I didn't handicap that. Uh, I didn't handicap it. So yeah, you know, we like to mix it up a little bit. Not only that, I'm even playing the. Uh, I want to play on Kyrgios here, and uh, the guy everyone hates. I was watching there, the Australian dude. Who's the other guy? His teammate. The uh, the doubles. I'm going to bet on the double. I want to see the, the double futures. Actually, I'm going to get into the Kokonakis. Yeah, Kokonakis. <laughs> yeah, Kokonakis. Yeah, yeah. was that a Greek Australian dude? They, they're you quite guys, the fireballs, those yeah. guys. I saw their interview after the match. He dropped an F-bomb and stuff there, man. It was like, I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, man, a couple, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> the media has been hilarious with that. The interview answers, he's just so casual. They're like, did you expect this type of success? Oh, uh, no. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, we're not surprised. You know, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like what he said. He goes, yeah, keep coming back. We're going to F and win. We're not just happy. And, like, the stadium's going crazy and stuff. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this, too. And look, last night I hit with Chapo. Cam hit on props to Cam. He hit the, uh, the plus four and a half with Chapo. But I went over to 37 and a half. And then I took the Dow in match, and we hit that. Um, this is a little bit different, though. I don't know. Like, uh, it's 34 and a half over under. Kind of going to need four sets here. You know what I mean? Like, if you go over the number, and I'm not so sure. Medvedev to win in straight sets is like minus 125. Uh, do you have a men's uh, prediction for us here? Or is, uh, you're getting, no, no, you're going to boycott this as well. That's <laughs> what I just, I just said. I'm taking so the Medvedev minus six and a half games. Okay, six and a half games. That's the pick. The handicap, six and a half games? Uh, yes. So what's that? He's got to... 
Yeah, I guess, eh? 6'4", 6'4", 6'4", 6'4", 6'3". That gets us there. 6'4", 6'4", 6'3". At minus 6.5. All right. There's the, there's the McKinnis pick. I'm looking for the... Um, I want to get the mixed double. I want to get the doubles uh, future odds up here, too. All right, so uh, how'd you do in the National Hockey League tonight? It was my first shaky night in a while. There was just some picks. Like I, I'm not a huge puck line guy. The Islanders couldn't come through for me. They win that by one. I took a shot with the Devils, young goaltender, and Ned wanted to fade the Dallas Stars on a back-to-back. Uh, that didn't work out too well for me. You say you, say uh, you choked tonight. <laughs> I did. I did. It's been a really, really good few months, Gabe. Not even just a week or two. A good uh, you know, a couple months, good, good, but it uh, wasn't a good night. Uh, Connor McDavid, back, you'll, though. You'll bounce back. You know, I appreciate it. And you know, Gabe, sometimes it's about how you finish the night. It was the last game of the night, went to overtime, and one of the bets I had was McDavid oh, score a goal. Oh, nice. the OT winner. So that was kind of like I still had a losing night, but it kind of made me feel better getting that last Softens the blow. Yeah, no, it's the confidence. Yeah. It's like a football team losing a game. you got to score that last drive of the game anyways. It's like I got to yeah. feel better now a bit. But good job, too. I was going to congratulate you. I saw that you had you tweeted over four and a half in game with the uh, Edmonton. Uh, Edmonton and Vancouver. I cashed a ticket in that game. I went under six and a half. I went under six and a half in that game, and uh, I had Vancouver plus one and a half. I delayed eighty cents on the on the puck line at plus one and a half, but uh, I did hit the under six and a half. And I'll tell you what, people are like, oh, Spencer Martin, this and that. This guy, this guy's a really good goalie, man. Like this guy's played. Um, he's he played great for Abbotsford in the AHL this year. Um, you know, he was drafted by the Avalanche, um, you know, like five, six years ago, five years ago. He's drafted by the Avs. You know, he was in their organization, didn't work out. Uh, he got, he ended up with the Tampa Bay Lightning, and now he ended up with the Canucks. So he's sort of been bouncing around, but he finally found himself a home, and he played great in the AHL this year. And so he gets the call up, and he's only played two games. And it's crazy because they've lost both games in overtime or a shootout, but both games he played, he played awesome, and he played against the Florida Panthers and the Edmonton Oilers, two offensive, like, you know, star-laden teams and stuff. I'm telling you what, just for handicapping purposes, next time you see Spencer Martin between the pipes, don't worry about this guy. He can stop a puck. He looked very confident. He had that I've been there before attitude. It seemed like uh, very calm as well. And like you said, I mean, if you're just someone who checks the scores, you're thinking, okay, this guy hasn't done that good. Uh, but if you're someone that watches the games and, and looks at who he's played, I think Con- I think Leon Dreisaitl tonight, Gabe, had 11 shots on goal. When do you see that in the NHL? I mean, this guy was getting the two yeah, best 11, players huh? in the league. So that Matheson guy. That Matheson guy tonight at the press conference, Leon, you had 11 shots on goal. How come you didn't score more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one goal, 11 shots. What, What's going what do you on have to that? say for yourself? Is that good for the team that you only scored once on 11 shots? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do you want to do better sorry. than that and score? Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that, man. I couldn't believe that. We could we could talk more about that, but obviously that that was last week's discussion. But I loved seeing, and I, I think I heard you on Game Time Decisions talking about betting on Leon uh, a couple games after he was getting that, uh, you know. Dispute, yeah, yeah, he didn't score though. No, they got shut out again. <laughs> Whatever what I did. Yeah, that. yeah. No, like, I was like, nah, he's gonna want to shut this guy up. Uh, but they they they, they play, play a little better. All right. Uh, so Cincinnati Bengals and the Chiefs, um, they're getting seven points right now. And uh, totals 54 and a half. Any opinion on, on, on this game? 
Well, it's, it's obviously super interesting. I think a lot of people are, are kind of trying to hop on the Bengals bandwagon, and, and, you know, people are cheering against KC, right? Seven points opener. Uh, I, I think for me, when I look at this game, I'm going to look at the first half for the Kansas City Chiefs because I think they're going to come out. We're going to have to see an impressive comeback job from the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't think they're trading points out the gate. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, I'm looking right now at the FanDuel Sportsbook. If you like the Cincinnati Bengals, Line up right now and take Jamar Chase over 82.5 receiving yards because your your top guy is your guy. I mean, look what happened with Cooper Cup and the Rams. I mean, when you needed him, two straight catches. Obviously, I'm not trying to compare these two guys right now, but on their teams, who's going to lead you towards success? I personally think if you like this game and you like the Bengals, you have a fun prop game. You play some props. You get involved in the prop market. That way, if the Bengals don't end up covering that point spread, and yet your guy still had a pretty decent game, you win. And you don't have to worry about that point spread. But I think uh, Casey early on. But I'll tell you what, I got my eyes uh, on this Jamar Chase prop here, Gabe. Yeah, it's a great number. We were talking about it earlier. And, I, you know, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, overpassing yards and everything. Listen, I think that Cincinnati are being undervalued coming into this game. I think people don't, I don't know, they don't think they don't seem to seem to listen. Kansas City were lucky to win last week. That took like a Mahomes miracle and a Bills choke job combination. And Cincinnati's offense is as good as Buffalo's offense. Like, I don't, it's funny that last week it was like people, everyone thought the Bills were going to win. And it's like one, one and a half. And now Cincinnati roll in here getting a full touchdown, even though they beat the Chiefs a couple of weeks ago as well. Cincinnati, you're comfortable. Uh, and confident, and I think people, you know, people look at the offensive line issue, right, and say, oh, wow, you know, nine sacks and, and all that's going to catch up to them. And the Bengals do need to do better, but it's all matchups, this stuff. And it seems like they have a good matchup against Kansas City with that depleted secondary. I think they're going to be able to throw the football personally. As it is right now, I'm on the Bengals, and I'm on the over in this game. What about the three and a half with the Rams and the Niners? Well, look, I'm super upset about what happened to my Packers last week, but uh, obviously that's a whole other discussion. When I look at that game, I, I think I was really impressed with what I saw from the Rams. I, I you know, Clutch obviously plays down the stretch. I thought Stafford uh, was very calm and collected. He made big plays. I thought the, uh, you know, the pass rush was good. I, I don't think that San Fran has it into them. Um, I, I think right now it's a battle of, um, you know, what's going to happen early and, and what can, you know, the, the rushing attack do for the San Fran 49ers. And I'm not so sure it's going to be able to get involved. I like the Rams. I'll take the points with them, Gabe. Do you, uh, you'll lay the points with them. Uh, or lay the points. Yeah. Do you, uh, you blame an Aaron Rodgers for, uh, at all for, for another choke job and loss? Well, you know what? I saw a clip where he was talking about, hey, let's get a game at home. Let's get a game with some snow and cold weather, and we'll see what happens. And after I saw that clip, I started to blame him a lot more. <laughs> Is that a fair answer? I mean, the special teams, that, that stuff obviously Yeah, stinks. that was yeah, Seeing yeah. Aaron Jones have a clear line, a uh, straight line down the field, and he goes towards the you know the defender, that that's the top to see, man. But, yeah, I do blame Rodgers a bit. Andrew McKinnis, wager talk. Great job, McKinnis. All right, no, actually, hold on. We'll get an overnight hockey pick from him on the way out. Uh, we got the three-minute warning coming up. Bring it.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Oh, yeah. Sleeping the warning. Quickest 180 minutes in sports talk radio. Andrew McKinnis, Wager Taco. And it's just for a couple more moments. Uh, let's get into uh, some NHL hockey. Uh, Anaheim Ducks with a big win the other night uh, against uh, against Boston. They're in Toronto. Toronto were minus 310. The Ducks are plus 245. They're plus one and a half, minus 108. Total of six. San Jose Sharks uh, in the capital. Capitals uh, minus 215. SJ Sharkey plus 176. Total is five and a half. Calgary Flames in Columbus. Flames minus a buck 88. Columbus Blue Jackets plus 155. Total is six. Chicago Blackhawks and the Detroit Red Wings original six head to head. Red Wings minus a buck 26. Total five and a half. And uh, big game tomorrow night. Boston Bruins in the Mile High City against the Colorado Avalanche. Avalanche minus 192. Total six and a half. That's a big one and interesting. The Bruins coming off that loss and uh, pretty big dogs here. Plus a puck and a half minus 168. What do you think about the overnight NHL lines? Yeah, we got a little bit of everything tomorrow in the NHL, but I'm going to go with the Washington game against San Jose Sharks. Uh, like you mentioned, totals at five and a half, and I'm going to go over here. Uh, it was a no-show game from the Washington Capitals, their last game out. Obviously a tough opponent, uh, but the overs 5-1 and one, their last six games after scoring two goals or less. A San Jose team is a team I'm looking to, to really fade right now. They're a sell team moving forward. Tough schedule coming up for them. Uh, I believe they can get a few on Washington as well, though. They're not really playing too well defensively. Give me over 5.5, and, and I'd bet this one overnight before it moves. All right, I like the confidence. Um, McKinnis, a uh, great hockey capper, so over five and a half, San Jose Sharks. So to recap tonight, he likes uh, the, the Sharks over five and a half with the Capitals. He likes uh, Medvedev, minus uh, six and a half games. And uh, he broke news earlier that Ovechkin's a cheater and is using an illegal curve stick. Um, so great job tonight, McKinnis. Uh, we're going to spread the word that uh, you're a reporter now. <laughs> Twitter's going to blow up. <laughs> Uh, all kidding. We won't play you like that. Great job, McKinnis. Thank you very much for taking the time to be with us. Fine, McKinnis. Uh, McKinnis picks on Twitter. WagerTalk.com. Breaking it down. The late-night anger management class continues. This is Sports Rage. Bring it.